Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to our newest season of Humane Podcast in 2021. Humane is your first look at the startups and industry titans that are leading and disrupting ML and AI, data science, developer tools, and technical education. I am your host, David Jakobovich, and this is Humane. If you like this episode, remember to subscribe and leave a review. Now, on to our show. Today's guest on Humane is focusing on how to revolutionize the way that we consume video as both consumers and enterprise companies. Today's guest is Humphrey Chen, who's the CEO and co-founder of Clipper.ai, joining us from Seattle. Humphrey, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks very much for having me. Well, I love the whole space of consuming media and changing how we consume media. I know throughout the last couple of years of being digital, I look at my screen 16 plus hours a day. There's so much video, there's so much content. And sometimes I just wanna skip through content. I wanna turn off my video. I wanna consume things quicker. So I think a lot of these pain points I've experienced, your team's working on. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what is Clipper.ai? Yeah, absolutely. So what we're building leverages stuff that uh, I was working on when I was at Amazon and I was in the computer vision team. And in AWS, it was my job to help developers to see and hear at scale. And so flash forward to the pandemic, you know, 
basically when people started to get more and more personal video, and this is like work related, school related, events related, people were starting to get backlogs of content and just not enough hours in the day to actually get caught up on that content. And so for Clipper, you know, our operating premise is that not all minutes of video are created equally, nor are they equally relevant to everyone. And yet when you hit the play button, you're at the mercy of everything behind that play button. And so what Clipper does is we use machine learning to fully index that video, whether it's Zoom, Meets, Teams, or events, and we make it fully searchable. And for premium content, in this case, typically events content, we will actually generate an automated table of contents. So if only 5% of that session is actually relevant to you, you can actually just watch that 5% and skip the rest. If there's another 5% that you actually might need to know, then you can actually search and find the other 5%. And if we can actually save 90% of the time required to actually get caught up, mission accomplished. And so our goal at Clipper is to help you to do more and watch less. And so, you know, before COVID, the percent of meetings and things that were actually getting recorded was like literally fractional single digit percent. It'd be like all hands and like really, really high value things or events. Now we've reached a point where it's like double digit percentages of meetings and events getting recorded. All the events are getting recorded, but you know, basically the tools to get caught up on things just have not caught up uh, with the fact that there's so much video now. And this video is actually very different from video that we watch and binge on at Netflix or, you know, on Fire TV or all these other, you know, things there. Every minute of video is part of a story and it's like finely curated. Everyday video is not. And that's where it's not as efficient. And Clipper's goal is to make it as efficient as possible so that you can just see what you need and want and get done what you need as well. I can see so many strong cases for the technology at Clipper.ai. I've worked in the last few startups with client technical services through training and enablement with enterprise companies. And when I do a 60-minute webinar, I'll cover topics such as column stores, row stores, sharding, reference tables, indexes. And I can imagine that a participant may not want to watch all 60 minutes of the video. They may want to watch just reference tables or a specific section. And it's so frustrating. I I even think back to all the recordings I watched today. It's like skip ahead 10 seconds, 15 seconds until I get to the point. It's really inefficient. So the technology that your team's building is speeding up and accelerating more efficiencies, automations. And it sounds like it's going to be helpful for both consumers and enterprises. Yeah, absolutely. That inefficiency right now When you're creating content in an event, you're trying to like cater to a wide audience. And so it ends up buying by design, having to say many, many different things, but the audience usually only ends up having, you know, specific things they care about as opposed to all those things. And that also applies in, in everyday meetings. And so one of the things that we've been kind of, you know, driving right now is this concept of, uh, real time optional. And so this idea where, When people get invited into a meeting, there's going to be a required attendee and there's an optional attendee. But this new category that we're thinking about is real-time optional. And you're real-time optional if you're not actually in, in the meeting and changing the trajectory or the decisions that are being made in the meeting. 
And you, by design, are a fly in the wall listening for things that you may or may not need to know. And in that situation, that's a perfect opportunity for Clipper to basically process that meeting. And then you can just get quickly caught up on that like real-time optional meeting because if you're a fly in the wall, maybe there's actually something else that you should actually be focused on and getting done instead of actually sitting around waiting for that phrase or that sentence that ends up you know, being relevant to you. And so that's actually another way that we're trying to solve for video fatigue, attending just the meetings that you want and right now when people record things and they send you the link, it's not like the first thing that you actually want to watch. It's probably like the last thing you want to watch because to your point earlier, it's not easy to get caught up. And so the tools that we're providing end up making it a lot easier to get caught up. And so if you can efficiently catch up and actually if the person who sent you that content can also see that you actually did get caught up and see exactly which parts of the video you saw, that also ends up being really informative because at that point, there's no leap of faith of like, oh, did that person actually watch or did that person not watch? And it's like not, there's a lot more detail involved in just like clicking it and starting to watch it versus actually knowing which part of the video the person actually spent more time in and which part they actually didn't even look at all. And so those types of tools currently don't exist. And so for Clipper, we're really focused on this video insight because most people are flying blind when it comes to like engagement and interaction around the video itself. So for us, it's kind of like this category that we've created is called video analysis and management. And so what we want to do is let any developer, let any end user tap into our solution to process their video they have. And there's a backlog of content that they care about uh, upcoming, you know, valuable content, medium valuable content, these things have referential utility, but if you can't easily access it, it might as well not be there. And so for Clipper, like we really want you to have the tools to basically efficiently find what matters, bookmark it, share it, react to it, comment on it. And so the other thing that we're really thinking about and building here is if you think about Google Docs or Microsoft Word and collaborating around a text-based document, those tools are very, very mature. If you think about collaborating around a video, people immediately think about Adobe Premiere Pro. The tools and the skills required to like edit a video are completely opposite of like the skills and tools required for editing inside of a, a document. And what Clipper is doing is bridging the two. And so we're actually, you know, effectively building a video-based document type. And so now you can imagine that that video recording ends up being a memorialization of that session from which tasks can be assigned, people can be notified about different things and you know things can get done from it. And so that's really valuable for like a high value meeting, but it's also valuable for a medium value meeting, but it can actually be valuable for all meetings. And so this vision you know, interacting around this like document type. And, and that's also kind of like why you can also think of Clipper as like Clipper notes. You know, it's like we want to like make things efficient and summarized, but we also want you to interact off of it. And so we've been putting a lot of thought into this and it's awesome that there is so much video now. And, you know, really, I think what is um, frustrating and, and we've heard from a lot of people is that this video and the potential inside the video is all trapped. And so Clipper is actually helping to unleash the value and the potential from that video 
because it's actually all there and machine learning actually helps us to like expose that. And so for us, it's really been awesome over the past year, just building this, piloting this with customers in all different segments, learning about use cases. And I can get into like a couple of use cases that have like really, you know, stuck that are transformative because people aren't really aware of like what's possible. And so right now we're spending most of our time on like identifying design wins that end up lighting up verticals and use cases by industry, by role, by geography. That's right. And when we think of different industries that have been disrupted around text, around audio, there's been a lot of changes since the 1970s there where there's been success with live transcripts and unique audio uh, filtering technology, but there has not been as much disruption around video. We started to see the collaborations, of course, in design where Sketch went to Figma online with collaborative design. And we've seen with some video editing like with Frame.io and other platforms on that collaboration. But really, when we come back to videos and consuming them, the insights are still very 1970s. You have a broadcaster, you have the different screens, you're piecing it together. It's a very manual process. You you have the different encodings, but not much of this is automated. And I can think myself of so many use cases. I'm thinking of the future of using Coursera. I mean, I should be able to go anywhere in a video, right, and know different segments or watch Saturday Night Live on NBC and actually go to, you know, the weekend update very quickly instead of listening to a band that I don't prefer. So there's a lot of opportunity, I think, as both consumers and enterprise. You mentioned more about these use cases, Humphrey. What are some of the exciting ones that you're working uh, towards today? Yeah, so one of the ones that I really like is this video voice of the customer. And we've we've all had this happen where if you ever talk to a salesperson, you'll never hear from a salesperson that the sales call didn't go well. Like they all went really well, but they all don't end up closing. And so what this particular customer wants to use Clipper for is they're recording all their customer meetings. And within these customer meetings, when customers provide feedback on a product, good or bad, what ends up happening inevitably is when the field comes back to headquarters and provides that positive or negative feedback, oftentimes the messenger is accused of being sugarcoating or exaggerating. With this video voice of the customer powered by Clipper, we end up effectively being that source of truth because that field person can actually play the exact moment of what the customer said. And we can actually analyze how that customer said it. And so that means that there is no longer uh, any risk of the messenger conveying things inaccurately, but it also ends up being something that can actually be integrated in with a CRM record so that later on when the improvements to the product are actually delivered, the field person can actually later on go, Mrs. Customer, Mr. Customer, you asked for this, play, boom, here it is, right? And so the other thing that can we can do is provide a score over time around like the actual probability of closing that sale based on the relative perception for the customer reaction. And so that's not a first thing, that's a, a later on thing. But, you know, when you actually start to get deeper into specific use cases, 
you actually can actually improve on the technology in a very specific value added way. And so individual use cases have been using Clipper in a horizontally applicable way with referential utility and searching. But then when we've been looking for like specific design wins, there's opportunities for us to layer in additional tech to actually make that use case even more valuable. And so we get roadmaps that are actually specific to that use case that we then can actually work towards making happen. So that's one use case. And another use case, our first you know, paying customer ended up being a, a leading ear teaching hospital in New England. And you know they're using Clipper because surgeons um, are really craftspeople that are focused on healing and fixing people. And the only way that surgeons can actually improve their skills is to actually look at other surgeons who actually do the same procedure or have done it even better. And so you can only learn by watching. And so pre-Clipper, you would have actually been skipping and skimming plus 10, plus 10, minus 10, plus 10, and maybe like, you know, searching like an audio transcript. But if you look at it with Clipper, you can jump literally right to that moment and see that exact moment, tag that moment, categorize that moment and refer to that moment and share it with other colleagues in the hospital. And so like you can imagine for like a surgeon, high value, highly visual, high impact, not enough hours in the day. And so now in that case, 21 hours of a virtual boot camp that, you know, basically was served to, you know, in 30 countries, like 270 different, you know, surgeons around the world, this hospital made their content available through Clipper. And, you know, it actually means that that whole conference can actually be referred to almost forever because it, it's actually useful. It's not just the link sitting in an email box that they may ever, may go to. They actually can refer to it and, uh, and others can actually benefit from it. So in a way, the shelf life for that content gets extended and more people can benefit from it. And there's actually a network effect because when you are an attendee at an event, you get exposed to that content, you can then share it with others, other people can actually benefit from it. And then they can invite others to that same team and it can actually grow. And we view that as like a flavor of landing and expanding because anybody who ends up experiencing Clipper process content ends up going, wow, hey, this is cool. I can actually use this for my own content. And so it ends up being another dynamic. When you think about the video voice of the customer, as you brought up, I find it so fascinating to think about the sales playbooks with CRMs. I mean, it's the classic problem of how do you score? How do you move through your pipeline? And there's a lot of insights that aren't being captured. So I think that's a great use case that you're seeing some value added benefit with Clipper.ai. And additionally, with the hospitals and the medical universities and researchers alike, the notion is that a lot of teams are still using antiquated technology and they're not extracting insights from these video moments. I can hear as you're sharing the excitement about your product roadmap that you're also looking at the data and the data labeling and the insights and what's shared from these organizations. I'm sure some of these might be new product features in the roadmap from where Clipper AI is today to where it's going. What do you see as the continued uh, growth both with your clients and with the product. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. The new Superbeats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. Yeah, so we've gotten so much feedback. Um, and so new things that are kind of you know coming out soon, things like Clipper reactions, Clipper comments, and these are actually kind of adding to the collaborative features of our Clipper notes. And basically the reactions and the comments are going to allow for people to interact at the frame level within the video itself. Whereas like right now, if you look at YouTube or Vimeo and you make a comment, you're making a comment on the whole video. You're not making a comment inside the video. And so people are gonna be able to like anonymously interact off of Clipper within those moments. And then when they create an account, then at that point they can share it, they can upload their own content. And so for us, like we get so much feedback around like how they want things to be. And, and for us, like we're really obsessed with customers and like making them happier. And, and for us, like initially we're, we've been spending a lot of our time on powering event platforms and the event platforms are servicing many event organizers and it really leverages like a one-to-many ratio. And so in that part of the business, we've actually also come out with the Clipper Open API, which actually allows for developers to integrate Clipper embedded and embedded into their line of business applications so that people don't need to have a context shift. And so if they want to upgrade their video from YouTube or Vimeo to Clipper, then at that point, the Clipper video is sitting there and the event organizer can actually go and um, make the video available. The end user clicks on it and the event organizer actually can see what that person benefits from the video, what they end up not benefiting from it, how they're actually smart skipping, because smart skip is a feature that lets you intelligently go from one topic to another topic. And when people skip things, that's actually value-added information for an event organizer or uh, a content owner who ends up understanding implicitly which part of the content was more relevant and which part was less relevant so that when follow-up occurs, you can actually go, you know, looks like you were really interested in blah, blah, blah. And at that point, it's a, a much more precise and actionable lead as opposed to, hey, what did you think, right? Because in a way, like you end up effectively knowing what they actually appreciated and what they didn't appreciate. And so a good chunk of a roadmap is actually helping business, line of business applications to better integrate Clipper, whether it be an event platform, whether it be a CRM platform, even in in recruiting. Um, Another use case that people are using Clipper for is a new 
procedure that has evolved over the past years that people are now recording interviews. So one company that we're working with is using Clipper to actually identify a hire and no hire moments. And so we've all had those discussions where you're evaluating a candidate and you're like, I really want to hire this person because of X, Y, Z. And now that recruiter or hiring manager can actually play X, Y, and Z. And so the other hiring managers or other recruiters can actually see a higher moment and a no higher moment, or actually see like how that person answered that question and why that ended up being much better than how someone else answered it. And so you could see how people's skills can actually improve based on referring to these recordings, which up until now were just recordings that were in people's memories or jotted down in Evernote or on pen and paper or in an email. But now you can actually refer to the actual video moment and it becomes a whole new vocabulary to, you know, refer to the clipper reel. And, you know, it, it just becomes a new way of work, a new way of hiring, a new way of improving, you know, surgical skills and, you know, all hands, like all hands meetings, people are always announcing things, new hires, new products. And, you know, when new company, new employees come on board, they can actually refer to previous all hands meetings because interesting things were, were discussed. And so, this whole idea of like referential utility can actually be finally realized with Clipper. Whereas like right now it's, it's just been a concept. Um, and part of the excitement for Clipper and everyone on my team is that most people don't know that this is possible. And once they realize that it's possible, it's like, oh my God, like I can't imagine life without Clipper. Right. And so that's kind of like what we want to do is like create these aha moments where they realize the power of the technology and they start using it. But we also realize that we're instilling new behaviors and that that also takes time. And so with that, like we're actually scaling the business through partners who already have relationships with enterprises, with universities, with events engines, because we can't do it by ourselves. We're still a small startup, but growing rapidly. And when I think of some of these events that you've mentioned, like all hands, I mean, when you're a company, suddenly you can have dozens of these all hands in a calendar year. And when a new hire comes in, should they be watching many hours of these or go to those referential moments or those clipper reels, which can be so powerful there? I know also firsthand as having been a hiring manager at multiple companies and interviewing candidates is a very time-consuming but necessary process to make sure you're effectively sourcing the right candidates, though, of course, not everyone can attend every interview. And telling all of your team members, hey, can you watch this 60-minute replay of an interview may not always be very efficient. So I do find that use case of here are these three standout higher moments when this candidate, you know, crushed this coding question or when they, you know, aced this uh, technical portion or, you know, were spot on with this behavioral use case can be so value add. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where you take everything with the Clipper AI the open API with your comments, with your reactions, with all these expanding features as you continue to navigate growth in 2021. And, you know, with your previous work with scaling up different moments at AWS Computer Vision and other uh, video startups that you've seen this whole industry continue to grow and evolve I wanted to hear some of your thoughts on trends and highlights and where you see just the industry as a whole going 
over the next few years? Yeah, I think with machine learning in general, it's all about the data and about engagement and interaction and training new models around the data. And so, you know, for me, it's really exciting because we all know that with machine learning, you know, a lot of times people create things and they're looking for problems to solve and, you know, they've got a solution. And, you know, in our, in our particular case, we've latched onto a very real problem that everyone has. And so all the tools that we have end up being applied to it and they're going to keep getting better and better and more and more efficient. And so for us, the labor intensity that we have up front is going to actually consistently go down because as we get more data to train against cross platform across all the different video types, it's going to get more and more efficient. That dynamic that we're experiencing. Others are also experiencing as well within their own very specific use cases. And so in a way, I kind of feel like the overall trend is that the technology is actually going to find more and more meaningful problems to solve and actually will be doing them even more effectively and more efficiently. And so that's like a top level trend, which is intuitive, right? Because like we all want things to be better, faster and cheaper. And what essentially is happening is the technology is actually allowing for that, that trifecta to consistently occur across like all the areas where there actually are real problems. If there isn't a real problem, then it, time is being wasted. So for me, you know, tapping into the power of, in this case, AWS, like because they, they are our back end, it allows us to do so much more and to do it so much more quickly. And it's not just us. I mean, you know, th this ends up also being applicable with with Azure, with with GCP, and each of those different cloud providers. The fact that they are investing so much money in the technology is actually allowing us to actually do so much more than was ever possible. I mean, when when our investors take a look at what Clipper has done in, in the past few months, they're just like shocked at like how much has been done. I mean, it's just like normally would have been like a multi year thing. And we did it in months, but we built it on, on top of, you know, years of work, right? And so the fact that these things can go from concept to reality so quickly, it's so, so awesome. And, you know, the fact that we're even like focused on trying to save a billion hours, I mean, people would laugh at like that ambition, but, you know, that's just five, saving 5% 5 of information workers 30 minutes a day. That's not that hard, right? And so we can actually think really, really big and actually make it happen. And so I think in general, you're finding that people can be way more ambitious and actually can actually execute on it. And so at this point, you're only kind of limited by imagination because the, the tools and the technology exist and the money is actually available too. And so all of these things are really exciting for, for technologists and entrepreneurs to like make meaningful stuff happen. And that's really like kind of like what we've been focused on here at Clipper. That is so exciting to see with the hyperscalers like AWS that today there are so many services out there and the purpose of services are to build businesses and to, of course, augment either with the stable technology or the experimental technology for what will be the future of AI, of natural language processing, of emotion detection, of different technologies. I know that your team is working on hard at Clipper.ai. Where do you see some of the additional progress that still needs to happen beyond the data? Yeah, this is kind of like where, you know, 
we're actually looking for inspiration around like other ways for Clipper to come into play. And, you know, we've heard of things like, you know, in telemedicine, people have EMR with like electronic medical records, but now doctors are also recording these uh, patient visits. Mm. And so if they aren't able to refer to it easily, it's the same as it not existing. And like courtroom proceedings, like we all know of the old, the person typing as a tele, I forgot the name of the, <laughs> uh, that, that person's role, but like Clippers is recording and, and can actually be used in the, in courtrooms. So for us, we're actually like seeking out really interesting use cases where Clipper can have like high value and high impact. And that's areas where we could use, you know, help and inspiration for like, and the, the other thing too, is that we actually support 31 languages. And so we're actually looking to internationalize ourselves. And so there's parts of Clipper that are fully automated, but there's parts of it that actually require a human in a loop. And some of the topic labeling aspects does require a human in a loop, but we haven't prioritized Clipper topics outside of English. We have prioritized German and French, but we, we need, you know, clients that actually need this and want this in order to kind of help grow that out, including, you know, Korean, Japanese, and Chinese. And so these are things that we can already do, but then we also need to focus, right? Because we don't have unlimited resources. And so, you know, for us right now, it's really kind of identifying these design wins because we all know that, you know, in crossing the chasm right now, our sweet spot is the early adopters and those early adopters are going to have a problem. And if we can help solve it, then they'll use us. And I would like to find those early adopters that will actually, you know, work with us to like identify these use cases, make it very successful for them so that when we kind of do our A plus round, series A plus round, we can actually highlight to the world all the progress and the impact that we've had across all these different verticals, across all these different segments so that the followers and the, the masses can actually follow the, the early adopter lead. And so for us, it's really Right now, it's really evangelism around Clipper, understanding what it can do, and then helping us to figure out like how we need to make it better. And and uh, as new features get uncovered with specific use cases, that's actually going to flow back into our video analytics and management platform so that everybody can benefit from it. So for us, it's like, you know, help us find new problems to solve and leveraging the tools that we have for all sizes. And, and in this case, like end users can come into Clipper, but you know, right now it's primarily event platforms and enterprises. And with Clipper getting embedded into more and more things, we want our technology to be a new ingredient for as many videos as possible. And we also want to do it in a very, very scalable way. And with your continued acceleration for your product-led growth, you've recently also announced a new round of funding to continue accelerating product and your uh, scale-out. Can you share with us more about that today as well? Yeah, we're really excited about this. You know, earlier in the year when we did our initial private beta and, and public beta in December and January, we were going to raise a seed round and basically you know, market fit takes a while. And in this case, um, we actually have found a strategic partner that like really resonates with like Clipper's value proposition across all the segments that we're working in. And so 
with that, we're really, really excited to announce that, um, you know, we're closing basically a 5 million seed round with a, a strategic partner um, by the name of Poly, P-O-L-Y. Many of you may be familiar with Poly in the context of Polycom speaker phones, um, which are pretty pervasive in, in the artifact once known as a conference room <laughs> around the world. But the other part of Poly includes Plantronics, um, which is their ticker tape um, on NASDAQ. And so people also know of Plantronics through enterprise Bluetooth headsets, as well as um, call center headsets, but remote working solutions in general. And so when we think about like ideal strategic partners, Poly has been focused in the unified communications world as well, but very much from an endpoint standpoint. And so whether it's a speakerphone or whether it's a headset, they've been working in this unified communications way cross-platform. They're also one of the largest resellers for uh, Zoom and Teams and Meet. And so I think they saw a natural fit with Clipper because we also are doing next generation unified communications. But in this case, we're focused on machine learning and we're also cloud-based. And rather than just being an endpoint, we actually analyze the data, allow for referential utility, allow for collaboration. And it ends up also allowing for you know monthly recurring revenue because it's just more strategic. And so... I'm going to go from having one and a half salespeople to like 300 plus around the world. And instead of initially selling to enterprise and event friendlies, I'm going to be able to you know, leverage a sales force that's already in 90% of the Fortune 500 and Global 500 around the world. And so for us, it's like a huge scale multiplier because it's one thing to have a strategy of landing and expanding. It's another thing to have Clipper bundled into uh, offerings that are already being sold, bought, and used with a really meaningful and credible enterprise channel partner. And they also have channel part, they also have their own partner ecosystem that ends up becoming a direct extension for, for Clipper as well. So yeah, this is a really exciting moment for us to be able to like work with a strategic partner that's going to help us grow, help us make our product better and help us get to market sooner. Well, it sounds like the next year is going to be uh, an exciting time for both product-led growth and business-led growth. For any listeners checking out the show today, you can find more information about Clipper.ai's video analysis and management platform and what it can do for your enterprise or virtual event by visiting www.clipr.ai. Humphrey Chen, the CEO and co-founder of Clipper.ai. Thanks so much for joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Humane Podcast. Did the episode measure up to your thoughts on ML and AI, data science, developer tools, and technical education? Share your thoughts with me at humanepodcast.com forward slash contact. Remember to share this episode with a friend, subscribe and leave a review, and listen for more episodes of Humane. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. 
Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.